0: welcome to the couch worship podcast to friends and family all around the world we invite you to come along with us as we grow in christian community we encourage you to listen in with your own small community and take part in your own post discussion the nature of these recordings are organic transparent and at times a little messy as we find true community always is please tell us what god is doing in your community as well we would love to hear from our couch to yours thanks for listening in and blessings to you and your community Jesus, we thank you for your presence here with us. We thank you uh, that you're moving amongst us. We thank you that we can see you and we can feel you and um, and your work in our lives and the lives around us is not finished yet. Um, you're just getting started. Lord, we thank you and we ask tonight that our hearts are receptive to your word, uh, that you speak powerfully, uh, that you speak directly, um, into hearts, and that you would have your way um, in us. We just ask for your anointing. We ask for you, Holy Spirit, to have your way here. In your name we pray. Amen. Amen.
1: So I've been looking uh, and reading and thinking about uh, the Sermon on the Mount. So that's found in Matthew chapter 5 and just looking at the Beatitudes. I'm not going to read the whole sermon, it goes on for a couple chapters. (laughs) Uh, When Jesus was uh, on the mountainside and he sat down and he began to teach his disciples. Um, But I really would just like to, over the next couple times that that we do uh, this together, is look at each of the um, the beatitudes and the first one is blessed are the poor in spirit for, thor- for theirs is the kingdom of heaven and it's interesting to me that it starts off with this one because i've i've always thought like what does that mean <laughs> right like why are you starting off with such a tough one like blessed are the poor in spirit and i've done a lot of reading on it and a lot of the commentaries pretty much say the same thing they say that it means to be humble uh, bless like so you could say blessed are those uh, who are humble in their uh, in their spirit um, and blessed is also you know rejoice that they rejoice that that uh, when you are humble because you will receive the kingdom of heaven but that uh That just never seemed to, like, satisfy me in understanding this. And I just kept staring at that and, like, is that really what that means? And maybe it is. Maybe it's exactly what it means and it's end of story. But I just kept looking at that word poor. Now, I may not know what it means uh, exactly to explain to somebody what it means to be poor in spirit. But I could explain to somebody what it means to be poor. (laughs) (laughs) I, You know, like, and if we think about that, think about that word for a minute. What does it mean to you to be poor? And if you think about it, uh, it's different for different people. Like, some people, like, I look at them and I think they have, like, so much, right? Not just, like, financially, but uh, they just seem to have so much. And they're like, I don't have enough and then I know other people who they seem to have just enough or it seems as if they don't have hardly anything and they seem like they're okay like they wouldn't call themselves poor Mm -hmm. and I've walked past people who are like sleeping on the street I've stopped and helped people who have been sitting sitting or sleeping on the street as well uh, given food to people uh, ministered to them that way and uh, you know when we look at them and see that, see them, uh, those people in those situations, we, we think they're poor uh, because they don't have the means uh, usually we're talking about it in the sense of financially, to uh, support themselves. Mm-hmm. So uh, if we think about it in that way, like like what does poor mean in this concept? Like it means to have nothing, right? like to be empty, um, to be without, to be without the means uh, to, to do what we need to do, right? We don't have the resources, I guess you could say. We don't have the resources. If you're poor, you don't have the resources uh, to do what you need to do. So if we go back into Second Kings, uh, there's a fantastic story about Elisha uh, here in the widow's oil, Ch- uh, 2 Kings chapter 4, and I'm just going to read uh, the first seven verses. The wife of a man from the company of prophets cried out to Elisha, and uh, he sa- she said, Your servant my husband is dead, and you know that he, was, he revered the Lord, but now his creditor is coming to take my two boys as slaves. Alicia replied to her, How can I help you? Tell me, what do you have in your house? Your servant has nothing there at all, she said, except a little olive oil. Alicia said, Go around and ask all your neighbors for empty jars. Don't ask for just a few. Then go inside and shut the door behind you and your sons. Pour oil into all the jars, and as each is filled, put it to one side. And she left him and shut the door behind her and her sons. They brought the jar, jars to her, and she kept pouring. And when all the jars were full, she said to her sons, Bring me another one. But he replied, there, are, there is not a jar left. And then the oil stopped flowing. She went and told the man of God, and he said, Go and sell the oil and pay your debts. You and your sons can live on what is left. Now there's a lot happening in this uh but one of the first things that we see immediately is is that she's in a really tough financial situation you know her husband died and there was a lot of debt so they were in fact poor (laughs) right and uh and they were in such a bad situation that um the creditors were coming and they were going to take her sons her boys as slaves as payment for for what was uh, for what was owed and uh, so she goes to the prophet to the man of God and she asks him for help and he says what do you have and she's like I got nothing there is nothing I have no resources I have absolutely nothing except for a little bit of olive oil and then he tells you to do this very strange thing of finding all the empty jars and bringing them into the house and to take the little oil she has and to pour it into those jars and that the boys were supposed to go through even the not just their own jars but through the whole entire uh, community and get his all the jars and bring them back uh, so that she could keep filling and uh, so they do this and I I think this is the part where it gets interesting for me because they're poor they got nothing they have no resources and the man of God says to them Go get empty jars. So there's nothing in the jars. <laughs> so the response is, uh, you know, my the first thing I'm asking you to do is to go get something that's completely empty. These clay jars that are completely empty, which, you know, as they're gathering these clay jars into your house, you're probably thinking. I already got a lot of emptiness, I already got nothing that's hollow, you're looking into it and you're like, that's more things that are empty in my house, you just keep bringing them in, just a huge symbol of them having nothing. And so they take the little that they do have with the blessing from the man of God and they pour it into it, uh, the jars, they're in obedience, they shut the door and they pour it in. Uh, not just the woman, but her sons are there with her, so the next generation is seeing her obedience, the next generation is watching her take the little that she has, the very little bit of resources she has, and in faith believing, she starts pouring it into the jars and she fills all of the jars. And by this time, they're probably going crazy, like, just because that's pretty cool. (laughs) That would be a pretty awesome thing to watch as this tiny little bit of oil fills absolutely every single container in her home and she they're like so excited like I, I try to imagine them like bring me another one and another one it's still coming you know like pouring it in and pouring it in and it's filling up and each one in amazement you're watching it fill right up to the top and then she says finally she says bring me another one And the, and the boys are like there's nothing left there's no more jars but when, she said, when they say to her there's no more jars they mean there's no more jars anywhere because they went out all across their whole village and collected all of the jars so they brought in everybody's emptiness everybody's em- what they had that was empty and she filled it she filled it with uh, with the little oil that she had And the oil, oftentimes, in Scripture is symbolic Mm -hmm. of the Holy Spirit. Mm -hmm. And so if we think of being poor in spirit, we're kind of like those jars. Or the widow, where we got nothing, or what we got is so little that, you know, like I feel like you know, maybe the Holy Spirit's in my life, but I, I'm, I'm feeling empty. I don't feel like I, I have the resources within me to, to do what God has called me to do. Or I don't feel like I have the resources within me, or I compare myself to someone else and see what they have and what the Holy Spirit's doing in their life, and I think, I can't do that. My, I just have this much. And God is saying, if you call on me, and you take the little that you have and you pour it into others, those other clay jars, which is who we are. We're clay jars. That's what it says in 2 Corinthians chapter 4. It says that we're clay jars, that we pour out what we have, whatever it is, and that it's never going to end. It's just going to keep filling and being enough uh, until there's no more jars left to fill. And 2 Corinthians chapter 4 says we have this treasure in jars of clay. That we're the actual jars of clay. And we have this treasure which is the Holy Spirit within us to show that this all-surpassing power is from God and it's not from us. And so we do, we, we may think we have nothing but we do, we do have something. We might be calling it not much. We might be calling it like I, I, all I have like she said was a little bit of oil I only have a little bit of oil and we might be talking about that about our own experience I only have a little bit of experience with God I only have a little bit uh, I don't think anybody would say I only have a little bit of the Holy Spirit yeah. <laughs> I've never yeah. heard anybody say that <laughs> But uh, but we do talk about our experience or our faith that way I only have a little bit and the Lord's saying, if you step out in faith and take the little that you have and invest it, pour it into others, uh, he's gonna do the rest. He's gonna fill it up. He's gonna fill it up. And, um, and that affected their community too, their faith. Not only did she get out of debt because he said, all right, now that you have all that oil, she's like comes out and says, okay, we did it. <laughs> we're done, now what? And he says, sell the oil, sell the oil now, and you'll have enough money. Um, Which I always thought was amusing, too, because it's their jars. They're basically buying their jars back, Mm -hmm. right? Like, if you want your jar back, if you want the oil in your jar, it's going to cost you this much kind of thing. Uh, And and they didn't have anything to buy the jars to begin with. People were just giving it to them. Um, So, you know what they received also benefited others but others also had they all had to participate in it to to make it happen Um, so blessed are the poor in spirit Uh, and i just think sometimes that like if we think of our like i don't have a lot of resources i'm i'm empty i know what it's like to be poor not just financially to not be able to make ends meet. But I also know what it's like to be poor in spirit, feeling like I'm empty, like I'm an empty vessel, like I have no resources, I have nothing to give, or that I don't have a lot to give God. And God's saying, I believe the word for us, is that God's saying, if you step out in faith, if you call on me, and you take the little you have and you use it and pour it into those other earthen vessels to the people around you, and you go out and pour it into those in your community, that he is going to make it multiply. And it's not going to stop until you're out of vessels. And there are so many vessels out there, so many people who still don't know the Lord, who still need to be filled with his spirit, who still need to be part of the miracles that he's doing. that he's doing today Uh, so what happens when we do that when we live like that well if we go back to Matthew 5 again we see we see what happens it says the kingdom of heaven is ours right so if we're poor in spirit and we don't feel like we have the resources to do anything on our own but we depend on God then the then the kingdom of heaven is ours. So, all the resources.
0: <laughs> yeah. Right?
1: Like it's the kingdom of heaven. Yeah. Where do all the resources come from? Yeah. They come from heaven. They're all ours. So if we realize we have nothing in ourselves, we're empty, yeah. but we call on Him. No matter what it is, we have all the resources of heaven. We have the kingdom of God, the kingdom of heaven at our... Resor- at, at our available to available to us and if we actually thought about that and lived like that and acknowledged that every day that we have everything we need that those are our resources it is a whole different game and you would be blessed right you would definitely say i'm blessed because i have I have hashtag blessed, right? Uh, <laughs> that we'd be blessed. We'd be blessed because all the kingdom of heaven was ours. Yeah. And we would never go without. So that's the word what that I have for that's today. Awesome. Let's pray. Lord, as we continue to just uh, talk together and, and think about the word that you shared with us, we ask that you would just uh, continue to enlighten us with your Holy Spirit, continue to, to guide us and lead us and, and show us how to use, Lord, uh, what we do have, even if we don't feel like it's much, to, uh, to expand your kingdom, to glorify your name. Amen.
0: reminded me of the parable of the talents. Oh, right. That, um, just that God wants us to use what he's given us. Um, but it's so easy to think that, like, what I have is not enough. Yeah. Yeah. You know? Um, and the reality is what you have isn't isn't enough to, to change the whole world by yourself. It's right. not. Um, but, it is enough if it's given to God and it's submitted to God. Like, uh, just like the the two coins that Jesus said that, like, this woman's given more than all of you is because what she had was from a place that was...
1: She gave out of her nothing. Yeah, yeah. she yeah. Gave, out
0: of, gave out of nothing. She gave out of, like, a heart's desire to give everything she had to God. Um, and that's what he... His, like, favor rested on. Yeah. It's,
1: I heard somebody say once that they they met this woman uh, in one of the villages in a country in Africa and they said to the woman that she's such a believer and so strong in her faith and they said to her your your God is so big your God is so big and she uh, she said yes yes my God is so big that's because I have nothing I have nothing but my God where you live where you come from you have all sorts of resources yeah. he's my only resource
0: yeah mm-hmm.
1: and so her faith was just like crazy <laughs> crazy big yeah. yeah it's how it's supposed to be but we're so distracted right yeah. 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 what do you think about the resources of heaven being available to That's you nice. like the heaven kingdom my of own. yeah those who blessed are those who are poor in spirit For theirs is the kingdom of heaven.
0: Mm -hmm. I think we forget like what power we have in the river like that he gives us. Yeah. Because we're so distracted. Or we're so we so easily rely on ourselves and our abilities, but the point is we're not supposed to. We're supposed to rely solely on him. Yeah. Mm -hmm. But it takes Intentionality in our heart to do
1: that. And actually, the verse is also saying, if you're, like, you're actually in a better position, being poor in spirit, of having nothing, he's because he's pour into you. Or? Yeah, because he's going to pour into you. You're going to yeah. be, yeah. You're blessed are you if you have nothing, because that means you can rely completely on God. Yeah. That means all the resources of heaven are yours. Yeah. That means like the kingdom of heaven is yours because you have nothing. Yeah. You're you're poor. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so you have nothing. So blessed are you. You're in a good position. You're in a good position to see God come through for you. Yeah. And to do great things because you're not claiming it for yourself. You're not saying yeah. I, you know, I did this because I'm so clever or I, you know. It's like when it this time he
0: does it call the eclipse, he the call, like, yeah. he's the one that equips us, like, we don't come already ready to go. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Well,
0: thanks everybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Thanks for listening to the Couch Worship Podcast. Check in next week for another episode and don't forget to tell us all about what God is doing in your community as well.